beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. Welcome back. Amen. Alright. So, what to live in the Spirit means to what? Have the living water, which is the Word of God. Have it. Drink of it. And allow it overflow. Allow it overflow. Allow it overflow. Allow it overflow. You think that you don't have it, you don't need to overflow. But no. if every child of God begins to see the need for overflow of the living waters, our society will be better. Somebody was talking to me once and he was like, you know, I wish everybody can be like Pastor Chindi. If everybody could be like Pastor Chindi, life would be good. You know, and he was saying that if everybody could be like Pastor Chindi, life would be good. And I was like, hmm, serious. I have not done, you understand what I'm saying? I've invited the person for meetings, he never comes for meetings. I invited him for Bible school, he didn't go for Bible school. <laughs> Everything did come. But he told me, I wish everybody could be like Pastor Chindi. But if everybody would be like Pastor Chindi, life would have been very, very good. I was like, wow, thank God for testimonies. You know, and it's not me telling my testimonies, people, somebody else telling what the testimony. Sometimes we feel that we have to preach, preach, preach before it overflows. But I actually did not preach any message to that guy, any um, particular message to him. But my life was the message to him. That was what my life was the message. To him and he could make that statement. See, the overflow is beyond the pulpit. The overflow is beyond I carry tract. The overflow is beyond I'm doing evangelism. The overflow is about your belly. Your belly is your life. Let it flow out. Let the spirit life flow out from your life. When people see you, they should be able to they will, they will just call you pastor. Not because you're but they will do that. This kind of life they are seeing, it cannot just be for an ordinary person or an ordinary Christian. When they saw the, 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 the Christians first in Antioch, after Jesus had ascended, they called them, they called them Christianos, which is what? Followers of Christ. Because these guys are not behaving like every other person. That's the overflow of the spirit life. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And this comes by continuously drinking of the spirit life. Build a fellowship and a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Fear the Word of God. Fear talking to the Holy Spirit. Just talk with Him. Talk with Him. You build friendship by talking. It starts with talking. Hello, how are you? How are you? The first time you meet, it may look like you are strangers. But as you keep going talking, before you know, you begin to, you know, one day I began to think, and I was like, do you mean that? Today, this was, um, um, I met my wife 2008, and also, so you mean that I was just a stranger that came from Benin City to worry for Isiluku for orientation camp NYC, and she was another stranger that came from Kaduna to Isiluku NYC, and we met at um, orientation camp, two strangers, and now we've been together for many years now. We've known ourselves for since two. We've known okay. Um, this year makes us 13 years in marriage, and prior to 13 years, we knew ourselves for three years. So we've known ourselves for 16 years, and I just two strangers, just two strangers. It started with talk. And look at where talk is 
see, so you, you can never tell how much a conversation will go. How do you build a relationship with the Holy Spirit? Start talking with him. Talk with him. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. This thing I'm going for, I don't like it. See, this thing, talk, talk, talk. You see, it's better for you to talk to the Holy Spirit and it looks like you are running mad than to talk to men who will use your story as, who will use your, com- uh, your complaint as a gossip point. So talk with the Holy Spirit. As you keep talking with him, you build a relationship. Before you know, you will begin to flood on your bellies. Praise God forevermore. And then, um, the next um, way to, uh, to live in the Spirit is to have the vital power of the Holy Spirit in itself. And exerting the same upon the soul. Have the vital power. When you get born again, the Holy Spirit endures, you have the power. Jesus told them, they shall receive power um, after, the, after the Holy Ghost has, uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 8 says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and all to the part of the world. Part of it now. So we said it is number one, having the power of the Holy Spirit in itself, and then number two, exacting the same upon the soul. It is one thing to have. Jesus said, You shall receive that what comes at what new birth you receive. You shall receive power. That is not all there is to it. Most of us are just comfortable with receiving power. That's the challenge with Christianity most of the time. We are just comfortable with receiving power. And some of us, we feel that even the receiving power, when we receive power at new birth, the power is just meant to be locked up on the inside. Are you getting what I'm saying? But power is not given to be locked up. Are you getting what I'm saying? Um, um, uh, we have what we call potential energy and what? Kinetic energy. Potential energy, till it's converted to kinetic energy, nobody sees the use. Nobody sees how powerful the energy is. You see, most of us have so, every body in child of God has so much locked up on the inside. If only we can do the second phase. And he says, it shall be my word, witnesses. When we move from receiving to witnessing, we have moved from potential energy to kinetic energy. I get what I'm saying. So, living in the spirit is moving from receiving the power of the Holy Spirit to what? Witnessing via the power of the Holy Spirit. Are we together? That's what it is. Now, so, it's not enough to have it. What is most important is that we want witness with it. And like I was telling, telling us a story about the particular gentleman who was um, talking about me. I, I never did the flyer. I never, I never preached any message to him. But witnessing, the Bible says you shall be. He said you shall be. One of the challenges we've had with the Christian church, with the church, is that we like to do witnessing, but we don't want to be witnesses. And this is why the reason why you see us use our mouth to say something and use our life to see another thing again. We use our mouth to glorify God and we use our life to glorify the devil. Why? Because we like to do witnessing, but we don't like to be witnesses. And Jesus never told his disciples, he was giving them the power of the Holy Spirit for them to do witnesses. No. He gave them the power for them to be witnesses. You are to be the very witness, not actually seeking to do witnesses. Until people begin to see the life, the spirit life exuding through you, manifesting through you, you are not yet what? A witness. And so, living in the spirit is moving from receiving the power to what? Being the witness. And like never before, we need to 
to be witnesses. We need to be witnesses. We need to be witnesses. Particularly in the times we are living in. We need to be witnesses. We, 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 most, of, most of the times we see us, we go to church, we, we do carry out church activities, we pray, we dance, we sing, we do a whole lot of things. Are you getting what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, our life is no witnessing. And doing all the religious activities without being a witness is tantamount to carrying so much potential energy and not releasing the energy as kinetic energy. How would we know that we live in the Spirit? Is by the witnesses of Jesus. Jesus. So, when we believe, when our life becomes witnesses, when we become witnesses, the rivers are flowing from our bellies and are flowing out. And I tell you, there are a lot of people thirsty out there. Very thirsty. Very thirsty. We can't afford to lock these rivers up. We have to allow them flow. We have to move from singing songs into being the songs. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Because over the years we have learned to sing a lot of songs, but we are not the songs we sing. But we have to become, we have to be the songs we sing. So it's not only having it, but also what? Allowing it exact upon the soul. It has to manifest, it has to work through the soul to the body. The Bible says it is Christ who walketh to you, but to do and will and do of his great pleasure. And then he says, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Why? Because the work that Christ has worked inside that we cannot work outside is a show that we are not manifesting the spirit life. And we would only know that we live in the spirit when it manifests in our physical life. But a lot of times when people will say it's in your heart, God looks at the heart. Yeah, I agree with you, God looks at the heart. But you see, when you look at the fruit, how do you know whether the fruit is ripe or ripe? It's a body, sir. Is the is the pea, is the back. Mango, you see it's yellow, the back is yellow. Banana, the back is yellow. Which other one? Orange, the back turns orange, yellow. Turns orange. That's why it's called orange. I can say yellow. It's no longer green. Their backs all show you that they are what? That they are right. So, if on a normal day, when you see green orange, you won't go close. Even then, so go up and say, the green becomes lighter green, then it becomes yellow. Have you noticed? They show you that they are right. They show you. If lower creatures of God can use their external to show what has happened internally, that means we have a greater responsibility to use our external to show what has happened internally. That is why we have to work out what he is working in. The proof that we are in, we are we are living in the spirit is that it reflects in our physical being, and we don't fake it. It's real. You know, there are people who fake humility. They have a disposition, a demeanor to show that they are humble. You don't fake it. You see, humility is something that comes. It's a, it's, it's not a gift. You know what I'm saying? It's a responsibility. And it's a responsibility that some of the time comes when God has allowed you to go through the fire and be to go through the storm. <laughs> you don't need to pray to be humble that time. You just see yourself naturally humble. They ask you why you humble. You say, I don't know, I'm just humble. And people get what's the secret of your humility? You can't explain it because God has allowed you to go through a lot of things that have just made you. You've just seen yourself at that position of humility. I get what I'm saying. 
So the same thing with working out your own salvation. When God takes you through, when God allows you to go through, when God, when God trains you, you don't need to pay to work out your salvation. You just work it out. It becomes your, your, your normal life. Are we together? So living in the spirit becomes a normal life for people who have worked with the spirit over time. So what we are praying for in the church today is for men who are ready to work with the spirit. Because a lot of people, after when they get born again, after one or two months, they stop working with the spirit. The born again euphoria lasts for a while. And then after a while, they stop working in the spirit. They stop working with the spirit. They stop allowing the spirit lead them. Before you know, they just like, okay, I'm born again, it's fine. So it's just one of those things. Let's continue our <laughs> kind of life that we've been, you know, living before. But that's not it. To live in the spirit means that you have the power, and then the power what is exacted on your soul. But it, when it's exacted on your soul, you become a witness. You become a witness. You can't help it. Are we together? I was in the marketplace and a, 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 young, a young man who was on Rasta, he just told me, I'm a pastor. And I was in a ginger. You see, so this thing, you can't help it. You are eating, they are calling you. You are, you are, you are sleeping, even sleeping. But they just do. I was a young man, I told him, I'm just, I'm just a missionary. He said, there's nothing like just. He said, I call him a reverend. I said, no, I'm not reverend, I'm just a missionary. He said, there's, then he said, there's nothing like just. And then he said, they call him a pastor. Like, since I cannot help, you must give me a title. And then he would call me pastor and say, ah, what would I do? <laughs> and you get what I'm saying? There are many Christians who are facing the same challenge I'm facing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just want to be called Christian, but the people in society are told that you can't call you Christian. The, the spirit life you are manifesting is too much to be called just Christian. Are we together? They want to give them a designation. Now, that is what should be the case. And it's not because you look spirit to Santos. It's not because you you are casting out demons, binding and losing. But you see, people are not moved by the acts. They're not moved by the shouting and praying, the casting out demons, the reading the signal. People are moved by the life. By the life. You see, especially in the time to live in, there are many people who are tired of the drama. You hear people say things like, with all the plenty churches, why is it that evil is still on the increase? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, we have, we have to, the end of the creation of the creation is actually waiting. Are you getting me? They are not moved by many of these acts. Many of them just are moved by the life. Because, you see, I, I, I remember I heard a testimony of a particular gentleman who was flying and he was evangelizing to a man, telling all the things that Jesus can do for him. The man was by his side seated, he was telling Jesus can do this, Jesus can do that, Jesus can do this. And that person said all the things that Jesus can do for the man. And the man asked him the question, he said, of all these things you said Jesus can do, is there any word, as you have said it, that the, my government or my country cannot do for me? What are the announcements? Are you not saying What is the needed revelation of who Christ is? What is the of the Christian life. So all there is to Jesus is that he will give me house. He will give me car. He will give me wife. He will give me children. Social security number can give me many of these. If not, <laughs> he can give me all of these. Now you get what I'm saying? The social media can even give you wife self nowadays. Maybe huh? mama raising is in the book. Maybe papa raising is in the book. So you can get children even without wedlocks. So so if if Jesus is the if this life we have in Christ. It's just limited to only these things. Apostle Paul said, "Love all men most miserable." 
it is beyond these things. If all Jesus can do for me to heal my body and to give me money, okay, when I'm not sick, that means I don't need Jesus. When I don't need money again, that means I don't need Jesus. So what do I really need Jesus for? It's that spirit life that makes people, people hungry for something beyond the natural. That makes somebody who has had all the seemingly achievement know that he's needing something, he's lacking something. That's the church that we are talking about here. That will make this world know that they may have the gold and silver, but they don't have the spirit life. And without the spirit life, their gold and silver will perish with them. That's what we are talking about. But we, not, we cannot get to that remote until we have started manifesting it in our souls first. You have not dealt with that problem of materialism in your life. <laughs> you, are still, you are still materialistic. Things still move you. And you now want to teach people that what they have is not enough. It is the spirit life that is more than enough. How do you want to teach it? When you yourself, you have not even learned godliness with contentment. It begins with you. It has to exact on your soul. And then it can flow from your soul to the, to the world around you. That's what it means to have the spirit life. Are we together? And then it means to be in full vigor by raising up the Holy Spirit. Romans 6, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Full vigor, full strength. Now we need to understand something that it says, if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you, we're talking about the spirit of him that raised Christ dead from the dead is the spirit of God the Father. Are you getting what I'm saying? Who is the person of the Holy Spirit? It's the Holy Spirit that actually raised Christ from the dead. Now, so what this means that without without the Holy Spirit, Jesus was not resurrected. So when Jesus was about when he gave up his ghost, he was waiting for the Holy Spirit to come and bring it back. <laughs> was he waiting to come and resurrect him? So the Holy Spirit did not resurrect Jesus. What we are celebrating this town have not been existent. And then, you see, the, um, the, the Holy Spirit resurrecting Jesus is the power of resurrection. That I may know him and the fellowship of resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made uh, conformable unto his death. The power of resurrection is actually the Holy Spirit at work. The Holy Spirit at work. And that means the Holy Spirit is the power at work in the world. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing of soul and spirit and searching the deep intents of the man's heart. The word is quick and it is more powerful. The reason why it's powerful is because of the Holy Spirit, it is the power that raised Christ from the dead. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so the word of the, 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 the Holy Spirit is the one who gives vigor, full vigor. Are you getting me? Full vigor. Full vigor. He's a, see, to live in the spirit means to have this full vigor and manifest it. Are we together? And it manifests in every ramification. Vigor in every ramification. When the Holy Spirit indwells a man, this vigor manifests in every ramification. Now, when people see you and they do not see the vigor of the Holy Spirit, you have to go back to the Holy Spirit and say, I want to, I want, I want to see the fullness of your presence. I want to see the fullness of your presence. Remember some years ago, somebody who saw me, and he saw me walking, and was just be he told me, you work too hard. Why he told me, he told me, you work too hard. What? And I was like, what's the matter? Why is this guy complaining? Am I complaining? You know what I'm saying? Since Monday, I've been preaching. On Thursday, I preached twice. And I'm still preaching today. When I was talking to somebody, I told the person, during our um, um, fasting programs, uh, the first month of every quarter, 
I preach um, five days a week for the whole month. He said, five days a week? He could not comprehend it. Five days a week? He couldn't comprehend it. The question they ask is, how are you getting what to preach? And then how do you start continuously preaching? I remember when I was, uh, when, I was when we were doing um, um, camp meetings, 9 a.m. to 3 a.m., only one hour break. And then that on Sunday. Then on Friday, we do 9 p.m. And we ask him, what are they doing for this? What are they teaching? What are they doing? Sometimes I ask myself, how am I being able to teach? Sometimes I believe that I will run out. I don't think that, no, I will run this one. The way I'm going now, I will run out too. Because I'm putting, I don't say, the way I'm going now, I will run. But I don't just know how. It's a vigor. It's a vigor we're talking about here. It's a vigor. It's a vigor. Some people feel that we are professional. No, we are not professional, sir. We are only manifesting the vigor of the Holy Spirit. Mm. We're not professionals. We're not professionals. We're not, we're not uh, professional speakers. Things like professional speakers ah, would have run out. When I tell people we have over 500 teachers on podcast, I bet some of them wonder, how did you did you get And it's amazing to know that it's just it's not this podcast began not up to it went up to three years. We're not to three years. We're not to three years and over five hundred teachings. There are teachings that have not been uploaded yet, actually. There are teachings that have not been uploaded because we are still working on them, converting them, we want to convert them to books, you know. And there are teachings that I have not also taught. And so I myself I even wonder how this vehicle works sometimes. But you see, this is what the spirit life does. You know, one day, um, um, Pastor was talking to me, like, um, why is it that some of these people that teach and they don't really by the word of God? Why is that? You know, I, they, I know that they just stay in the place of prayer, but why don't they study the word alongside? I say, um, but, you know, the teaching gift is what keeps you at the word. And, but he said, but you, you study and you pray at the same time. I say, yes, it's not easy. He said, yes, but they should do like you. He said, because you are studying. Before you know, you stand up and you start praying. And before you know, you come back to study again. And before you stand up and start praying. And you're like, they, if they do this, they'll be able to write the divine. They'll be able to balance. But you see, some things are, 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 are just by, by fellowship with the Holy Spirit become the vigor at work in you. But you have to build fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Everybody knows that relationship with the Holy Spirit. So, you know, I remember when I go for meetings, I tell the Lord, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. And I see him do those things. But my major place for fellowship with the Holy Spirit is the Word. When I pray the language of you, when I go, because I just want to have something fresh from the Word of God. Remain connected. Teaching continues shortly. Beloved, we will like to introduce to you one of our latest book releases. Titled, Blessed Beyond Measure, authored by Chimdi Ohahuna, the prophet Habakkuk prophesied in Habakkuk 2 verse 14 for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. This prophecy plays a pivotal role in the program of God for the earth and his children. In addition to this prophecy, Jesus said in Matthew 24 verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. This makes us understand how indispensable the acquisition of the knowledge of God and his operations is for all who seek to be involved in the fulfillment of prophecies. Given this, 
God has availed simple yet profound timely knowledge via his servant Shimdi Ohahuna, to all who seek to partner with God in the fulfillment of these end-time prophecies. The book of Zechariah 1 verse 17b says this saith the Lord of hosts, my cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. Also by analogy, in the book of Matthew 5 verse 14, Christ Jesus called his disciples the light of the world and a city set on a hill. This implies that children of God who are lights of the world and cities set on a hill that cannot be hid can only spread abroad through prosperity. Hence, prosperity is indispensable in the life of every born-again child of God, seeking to spread abroad, shining the light of God, as a city set on the hill, thereby, partnering with God in the fulfillment of prophecy. Blessed beyond measure is a must-read, for every believer who desires to know prosperity, in the complete way, as designed by God. This book helps to clear the gray areas, misconceptions, and misunderstandings on prosperity, suffered by many saints, over the years, in the body of Christ. By systematically examining, the origin of the blessing and salvation. Order a copy today via Amazon. Something fresh from the Word of God. It's, it's, it's what keeps us going. Are we together? So, to live in the Spirit means to be full, to be in full vigor, to be in full strength, not half strength, not what, but full vigor. So when they see you, they know that you are at full capacity. Are you get what I'm saying? You are full capacity, not part capacity. You, 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 and that means both spiritually, physically, and otherwise, in every area of your life, full capacity. There are, no, there, 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 there are some Christians who they are not functioning at full vigor in some areas of their life. They are functioning in half vigor. Some are functioning in quarter vigor. Some are below quarter. But that is a proof to show that you are not getting full maximization of the spirit life. When you are fully maximizing the spirit life, the vigor is full. The strength is full. It's at optimum capacity. Always at optimum capacity. Are you getting what I'm saying? Always at optimum capacity. Always full. I remember when um, I called um, a particular um, young man, he's of our cousins, and I called uh, the wife, picked the call, and the wife was like, I said, How's your husband? He had told us some days before then that he had typhoid. So I said, I called to find out how he was in, and, it's, and the wife told me he's not fine at all. I said, What's wrong? Said he's wind blood, and I'm like, Oh, wind blood. I came and I told my wife, I was like, She said, No, this is not normal. This is a spiritual attack. I said, All right. And then I went, as he told me, I just went and I just prayed the language of the Spirit a little while. And the Holy Spirit just told me the instruction to give to him. He's our cousin. But I told the wife, well, I told him, do this, take this instruction, and I prayed, and I prayed for her, and I said, go, 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 go to the hospital today. And the next day, when they went, they said, if he had not come when he came, he should have died. Full vigor. I don't need to go for three days drive and thing before I now hear the instruction to tell him. I get what I'm saying. Well, sometimes when I see, uh, 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 I see some minister because they say somebody came to meet them and they now have to put the person on fasting. I said, wow, it's beautiful. It's a good idea. Yes. Well, now what is in the course of the fasting? The person had died. <laughs> in the course of the fasting, the problem that brought the person back the person. The reason why you, I'm not into the emergency consultation kind of ministry, I get what I'm saying. And that's why a lot of people have challenging. But, you know, when people bring things to me by the grace of God, it gets an answer. Because the Bible says, do good when it is thy power to do it. Say not to thy neighbor, go and come tomorrow when you have it in your possession today. So the question is, if somebody comes to meet me, 
and needs um, a solution to a, to a problem and he knows that I'm a minister of the gospel I can pray or counsel him for the solution of prayer and I tell him let's go and fast for three days and come back that means I'm telling him go and come tomorrow it means that he's not even in my position but when you are in full vigor it's always in your possession it's always in your possession it's always in your possession. It's always in your possession. I can see a lot of testimonies. I just see the testimony of, of, of our cousin. But by the grace of God, there are many more testimonies. And you get what I'm saying? It's always in your possession because there is full vigor. That's to show that the spirit, they are living in the spirit. You don't need to, you don't need to do permutational combination and solve the graph, draw the graph before you now start getting the answer. Ah, please, you're not in full vigor. But when you live in the spirit, as the, as the problem is coming, the solution is coming. Yeah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And then it, to, to, to live in the spirit is to be fresh, to be strong, and to be efficient by reason of the Holy Spirit. To be fresh. Fresh. To be fresh. You see, there is a freshness that comes when you live in the spirit are you get what i'm saying there's a freshness that comes when you live in the spirit when you are still when you discover that you are not enjoying you are just feeling still that means you are not getting access to the spirit life but with the spirit life you are fresh the bible says in psalm 50 92 verse 10 for my horn shall now exalt like the horn of a unicorn i shall be anointed with fresh oil fresh oil Oil that symbolizes the Holy Spirit, fresh oil. And the proof of living in spirit is continuous freshness. The word of God is ever fresh to you. It's ever fresh. Your life, your 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 spirit man enjoy the freshness that that that, that, that transcends to your spirit, to your physical man. And people around know that there's freshness. I remember um so many years ago, one of the maintainers I had then, so we, we lost contact for a while. So he just tried to get in touch with me again, and he sent me a text message, and I replied him a text message. And then he now sent me a text message and said, Brachimbi, please, any revelation, just share the rumor. And as he sent me the message, immediately I replied with a revelation, and he replied that he said, ever fresh, <laughs> ever fresh, ever fresh. You just call me to speak and I don't need to prepare. It's ever fresh. It's ever fresh. Ever fresh. The word of God is ever fresh in your spirit, man. There's always something refreshing in the word of God. That when you come and you, 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 you sit before the word of God, you just enjoy it. And then when you, when you have to release it, you release it in a fresh way. Somebody said, somebody said, I, I, I was sitting down and it was boring. No, if it was boring, that means the person that is speaking is not fresh. It's not fresh. Now, you don't, we don't, we don't prepare to teach. We leave prepared. We don't prepare to teach. We don't prepare to teach. Uh, don't prepare to teach. We, we, you, you, um, so, I want to come for a, I want to go for a meeting now. And I have to now start. That's when I have to start praying and fellowshipping with the Lord. Then I, before I now start getting the word. Oh no. You leave praying. You leave fellowshipping. So that when it's time for even a meeting, you don't need to struggle to get the word. And even if you did not prepare, you can still what? Remain fresh. The freshness. 
Now that's for those who are who are teaching. Even in your career, in your profession, in your business, you have to always live in 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 in, in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That, with that, you remain fresh in your profession. The Lord will give you fresh ideas. The Lord will give you fresh upgrades. Upgrades, fresh ones, fresh ones, fresh ones. And then you come up with fresh business strategies that will make people mad. wow. So living the Spirit keeps you fresh. It keeps you strong. Keeps you strong. You keep you remain strong. Even at old age, the Bible says, even at old age, you shall bring forth fruits. You remain strong. And I wonder what is the secret of the strength. That's what living the spirit does. It moves you from being a physical man on the outside to being the spirit man living through the physical. So the strength of the spirit is what you're operating. Bible speaking, I said it, it speaking about um um, who was I say he had the strength of 10 men. The strength of the spirit is more than the strength of 10 men. The strength of the spirit is the strength of God himself. So you operate in the strength of God. That's the proof to show you living in the spirit. The strength of God is fully operational. Fully operational. Fully operational. You are not weary, you are not weak. Are you get what I'm saying? You are not feeble. The Bible says, concerning the truth, I said, when they walk through the wilderness, none of their knees were feeble. None of their knees were what? Feeble. We're talking about people that, in the Bible says none of their knees were feeble, they were people in their 80s, they were people in their 60s. Are you get what I'm saying? Moses was already 80 then. Miriam was his elder sister, so she was what? 80 something. Um, Aaron was his elder brother, is that not so? So he was 80 something too. So he was the young, Moses was the youngest. The youngest, last born, was 80. The other ones were 80 something, and they also had their parents. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the Bible says none of their needs were feeble. They were walking in long distances, yet none of their needs were what? Feeble. Now, when we live in the Spirit, it causes a strength to cause the strength of the Spirit to affect our physical bodies. The strength of the Spirit affects our physical bodies. And before you get to discover that we are putting in the strength of God. No, you're a child of God and you are weak, you are feeble. No, you don't allow that. That is not that is not the signature of the spirit life. The signature of the spirit life is strength from inside out. Are you get what I'm saying? Now I believe so much in personal deliverance by the word. Even if you are somebody who is sickly and you catch revelation that the spirit life is the strength of God from the inside manifesting to the outside. You can and with that this revelation it terminates sickliness. It terminates that weakness in the body. And you are efficient. You're efficient. You're efficient in the spirit. You don't waste in the spirit. You don't waste physically. You are prime. You are precise. You are you, you, you just hit the point. Are you get what I'm saying? Jesus was always precise. The proof of the spirit life is a level of precision. High level precision. Praise God forevermore. High level precision. You don't waste time. Exact. Amen to Jesus. And then let's look at this finally. It means to be active, powerful, and efficacious in the spirit. Romans chapter 15, verse 19. It says, Through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Illyricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. Wow. 
Jesus Paul speaking here, through what? Through mighty signs and wonders, by the power of God, of the Spirit of God. So that from Jerusalem round about all to Enoch, I have fully preached your gospel of Christ. You need power. You need efficacy. You need serious activity to be able to preach in this kind of way. Preach round, preach round, preach round. Was it a stone? Are you going to say the Bible calls Jesus the chief cornerstones. Why he calls us lively stones? Why stones do not fall in? So we are lively stones. He's the chief cornerstone. With the volume of work, all things should have had a breakdown down with the world. But the spirit life will not permit a breakdown for a man who lives the spirit life. You can't break down. You just be strong. Then they stone the man, taught him to be dead. And the spirit life jacked him back to life. Because you can't keep the spirit life. It's strong. It's just strong. Do you get what I'm saying? It's powerful. It's active. Very active. And he said, I could preach round, preach round all these places. The gospel of Christ by the power of the Spirit. The living, living in the Spirit, living in the Spirit, living in the Spirit means that you live the life and the power manifests through you. When we think of the power, most of the time we just think of people falling. No. No, 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 no. no. When, you see, when you see a kind of strength that you cannot explain, when you have to define a person as a lively stone, the Spirit life is at work. A kind of strength that you cannot explain, the Spirit life is at work. Yes, people will get healed. The miracles will happen. But far more than the miracles that people get healed is when there is a manifestation of the strength of God through that person that even the devil is intimidated by it. Living in the Spirit is about manifesting the life of the Spirit. Can the Spirit be weak? Can the Holy Spirit be tired? Can it be lazy? Can it be weak? Can it be sick? You know, of the life of the spirit in your daily operation. These are all it means to live in the spirit. Let's go ahead and pray in the language of the spirit. Now is your moment of salvation. If you are yet to make the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and personal Savior, we request that you say this prayer along with many others now. Say this words, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, I repent of my sins, and ask that you forgive my sins. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross, died for my sins, and rose again in the third day. Today, I invite you into my life today. Wash me by your blood, make me your own, until eternity be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you Lord Jesus, in Jesus' precious name. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available, to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number, 033-154-551-2013. Swift code, M, B, G, H, G, H, A, C, to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana, you can send to account number, 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to 
Ecobank Nigeria, account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. Or, send us an email via chimdiohahunaministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. We believe you were blessed listening to this teaching from God's Word. May your soul remain ever refreshed and revived. We would love to hear your praise report today. Beloved, remain connected to Grace Life Comey Podcast. Jesus is Lord.